This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pag Show. We've got, uh, this is a segment I believe that people just can't wait for, Carrie. It's where we, uh, we have something from KJP, Corrine Jean-Pierre, mm, who is, of course, fantastic. the press secretary for, what? Can't I know that you love it. I do. I do. Mm-hmm. No, how, do, how does she start most of what she says? <sighs> okay, look. I, I wonder if we'll get some of that. I've got, let me see, I've got two at least. Do I have a third? I'm not sure if I have a third. I might have a third. Oh, I think it starts on the actual gallery talking to her. Let, let me check and see if I have a third. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I've got three of them. Ooh. Mm, awesome. Bringing it today. Can't wait. Bringing it like, by, by the way, that is Carrie Lockett, my news anchor, sidekick, pain in my ass. That's Sam, my executive producer, my call screener, my daughter. Uh, Kurt is in for Polo. My name Joe Pags. Glad to have you here. Make sure you stick around. We've got a lot going on. Lots to get to. Sam, there appears to be a dog on its back behind you rolling around. Yeah, that's what dogs do. <laughs> what the heck was that? He's just having a good old time. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, KJP, Kareem Jean-Pierre, is the White House press secretary. She is the person who is there to answer questions about the president's policy, his travel, could be about his health, could be about anything. Now, we know that Joe Biden last week basically threw himself to the wolves. And I don't think anybody stood in his way. They let him do it. And there's some reason behind that. We'll find out sooner than later what the reason was behind that. I think they're done with Joe Biden in Washington. I think they need him out of the way. Carrie, do you see where ABC News now has an 86%, a poll where 86% say he's too old? Yes, saw that today. Read that, put that in my newscast. Yep. I mean, listen, I, I have been in, in news a long time. I was very good at math back in the day when I took my ACT back in 1984. I was placed into advanced college calculus. So I'm pretty good with the math. You can't do much worse than 86%. That's pretty high. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the highest percentage you can get is 100. Mm, correct. So 14% think he's good to go. I mean, am That's I missing something? That's not a something? great number. Not great. Whoa. So Kareem Jean-Pierre has asked about that. Before I do that, though, and if you're not watching, you can go and watch right now, JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. If you're listening live, this is... It's a little bit after 7 o'clock Eastern time. And again, we run later on some stations. We love being on those stations. Not complaining. Just letting you know the whole listen, the whole the whole watch now thing really only works if uh, you're, you're watching while we're doing it or else it's not happening now. Um, Joe Biden today welcomed, I, I guess it's King Hussein from Jordan. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know what to do. He gets done and then sort of does his dance. He goes to the guy's left side, then he goes to his right side. He's like, well, what am I doing? Where am I going? Got a couple of sound bites from Joe, who again, I posted this on X a little while ago. And um, it's very simple. Somebody in the hierarchy of the Democrat Party or the Marxists, whoever it is that's running the joint, has told anybody who's asked about Joe Biden to say the word sharp. I find it to be very sharp. 
And I don't know if they think that's going to work when we just watched him just verbally vomit all over himself the other day where he couldn't he couldn't remember anything. He thought Mexico was in the Middle East. He lied about what the Her Report says, was dead wrong about that, um, got angry a couple of times. I mean, he walked out of me in an absolute full of himself, of himself. He threw himself to the wolves, and the wolves started gobbling him up. Normally, it's Ducey, maybe Jackie Heinrich, not maybe James Rosen from uh, from Newsmax, but no, this was more than that. They really let him have it, and he was angry. He was unhappy, angry Joe. So the media is going to ask KJP about this, but let me give you a couple of pieces of video and audio. I'll, ex- I'll describe the audio to those who are, are listening, uh, just in case. But um, he just doesn't seem to know what to do. Your Majesty, over to you. Says over to you to King Hussein. And he doesn't know what to do. Doesn't know where to stand. Mr. So Hussein starts saying, Mr. President, and Biden's uh, behind him on his left, on his right side, our left, as we're looking at it. Then Biden touches his shoulder and says, sorry. Then he starts moving to the other side as if somebody in the crowd said, you're standing on the wrong side. Carrie, did you see any of this? No, I didn't see it. Let me back it up a little because he's on one side. He says, all right, uh, King Hussein, it's all yours. And he starts walking away. Over to you. So Hussein is this little short guy. Let me just I just sort of set the scene. He's got a little helper with him, and when he walks up to the podium, he puts like a some like a step stool for him to stand on, so he can be tall enough. Then the guy's like trying to find his page. Biden's behind him, just sort of looking at the floor, and then goes into what he thinks is his position. So he looks to Hussein looks to his left where he thinks Biden's going to be, and he starts saying, "Mr. President." Then he notices he's not there, and then he turns to his right. Biden, instead of standing there and not moving, decides, I'm going to go to the side I was supposed to be on. Mr. President. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at here. He doesn't. He gets done, walks to the wrong side. The guy tries to look at him on the side he was told he was going to be on. He's not there. Biden grabs him by the right shoulder, walks to the other side. I mean, what are we... Kerry, he, kind of, he had to walk out, introduce the guy, and stand there. That's all he had to do. Yeah. Just doesn't work out. Go ahead. And apparently there were no questions taken, correct? Not this time? Right. Was that rhetorical? I'm asking. <laughs> there, there definitely were no questions taken. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. I don't think there will ever be questions taken again until November. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I don't think he'll debate. I'd be stunned if this guy debates. Because if I'm Trump, you knock this guy off kilter easily. Easily, if you want to. That's going to be interesting. That's going to so be Here's the next one. Along with Queen Rihanna, is meeting with Jill now and the Queen and the Crown Prince Hussein. Where is the Prince out there? I thought he was coming out. At any rate, we've known each other. Okay. So the, the princess, the Queen, I should say, is Rihanna. So I get, he slurs through Queen Rihanna is now with with my wife, with Dr. Jill. And then he calls out the crown prince, I guess their child, who isn't there. You follow, Carrie, you following me? Mm-hmm, yeah. He's looking around. Is he here? Is he here? I thought he was here. Is he here? And, and Hussein's standing behind him, like, doesn't know what to do. I'm not, do I save the guy? What do I do here? 
And along with Queen Rihanna, who's meeting with Jill now, and the Queen and the Crown Prince Hussein. Where is the Prince out there? I thought he was coming out. At any rate, we've known each other. King Hussein looks around oh, like he's goodness. looking for him, too. I mean, what are we doing here, man? What are we doing here? All right, so we've got all that going for us. So clearly, KJP is going to get some questions about this guy's cognitive abilities. Thanks, Green. A new ABC News Ipsos poll shows that 86% of Americans think Biden is too old to serve another term. That is a higher percentage than what we found in a previous poll in September. So clearly polling shows this is a persistent issue. What is the White House strategy to try and change that perception? So look, we're going to continue to lead on leadership, right? We're going to continue to focus on what this president has been able to get done. Uh, what the pre- we're, going to, we're going to continue to lead our leadership? What did she say? What? That's what it sounded like. We're going to continue to lead our leadership. I don't know. I don't know what that yeah, means. Okay, maybe she'll make it make sense. Here we go. Has it been able to get done uh, on behalf of the of the American people? Uh, and look, I'll quote a little bit of uh, what the first lady said. Uh, I think incredibly well. Just a couple days ago, uh, President Biden does more in one hour than most people do in a day. His age, with experience and expertise, is an incredible asset, and he proves it every day. And- Carrie, she's literally reading a quote from the first lady. Mm-hmm. He does more in one hour than most people do in a day. Yeah, that's the quote. And she kept on reading it. And he had the energy and the leaders that he knows and blah, blah, blah. That's what we believe. We believe that his age and his experience, because he was a senator, because he was obviously vice president, because he has these long, um, you know, long decades of relationships uh, with leaders, uh, obviously across the globe, and what he's been able to do, that's what we're going to lean into. That's what we're going to speak to. Joe Biden is so energetic, he has long decades. They're not just 10 years. He has, Carrie, he's got long decades of experience. <sighs> I, yeah, I've never heard that before, but... Long, Long decades. decades. Yeah. Okay. So really getting it done. I, I, am, I have such a strong opinion of the president. Let me tell you what his wife said. <laughs> what, is, what is that? You know what I mean? I'm thinking they got to start being creative with this because you've been talking about it for a while. Now the mainstream media are asking her just about every day about this. Because yeah, it seems like, like up, every they? time he comes out, there's some right. kind of gap that's going on that needs to be yes. addressed. So they're trying to think of what are we going to say today? What are we going to say? Okay, well, let's let's quote the first lady because he does more in one hour than most people do in a day. What does that mean? I don't know. What does, does that what mean it when it comes to asking about his mental cognitive ability to run this country? Well, maybe this will clear it up. Hold on. The idea of taking that kind of a test. I mean, look, and I talked about this last week too on, on I believe, whenever, on Friday. Uh, I have known this president since 2009. Uh, I he is not just uh, my my boss, but, you know, he's also some a mentor to me, and I spent sometimes countless hours with him, whether it's in the Oval Office, uh, whether it's on the road. And I believe, for me, you're asking me my personal opinion. Uh, he is sharp. Uh, he is on top of things. He, when we have uh, meetings with him, with his staff, he's constantly pushing us, getting, trying to get more information. And so that has been my experience with this president. Uh, he's sh- I told you he was sharp. One, one more quick one. Uh, doctor, when can we talk to the president's doctor and how come he hasn't been, or they haven't been asked to come out here and talk with us given the, the her report that challenges the president's mental fitness? So look, uh, you know, just to speak to... Uh, 
the her report really really quickly. Uh, Special counsel her is, is as far as I remember is a is a uh, obviously a, re a Republican a a a, uh, a prosecutor. He's not a, he's not a medical doctor. He's just not. It's not for him to speak to. It's just not. And, uh, and the question was, when will we get to talk to his doctor? And he, she's talking about her. Hmm. Did I miss the question? No. Nope. The guy said, when can we talk to his doctor? And then I, I, and, 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 maybe she Because we're never going to be able to talk to his doctor. You're the never. press. You're not going to be but able hers to. Bad. Her, listen, her is a Republican, so bad. It's politically motivated, obviously. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Doug Bergam, I'll start that interview when we come back uh, in just a moment, so make sure you stay uh, stay right here. In the meantime, I've got to tell you about my Patriot Supply. You've got to go to my website, preparewithjoe.com. Government leaders have repeatedly failed us. You've got to pay attention to yourself, rely on yourself, rely on your family, rely on being prepared, okay? You're not powerless. They like to believe that you are. They like you to believe that you are, but you're not. Go to my website, as I said. You can only rely on yourself. Preparewithjoe.com. Grab a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply for $60 off. My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families reach self-reliance. These food kits offer meals, drinks, snacks. They provide over 2,000 calories every day. Sealed into heavy-duty packaging, they last up to 25 years in storage. Go to preparewithjoe.com. Protect your future with as many kits as you need. And again, they, they ship fast, free, and they arrive in unmarked boxes with My Patriot Supply. When you order by 3 p.m., your food kit will ship that same day. Go to that website right now and save $60 per kit at preparewithjoe.com. Preparewithjoe.com. No spaces, just preparewithjoe.com. Make it happen right now. We're back after this with Doug Burgum. Joe Pags. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man. I just met him. Of course, you saw him in the debates. It's the governor of North Dakota, Doug Burgum. Doug, how are you? Good to see you. Joe, great to be with you. And uh, my dad, World War II Navy vet, his name was Joe. Our oldest son is named Joe. Uh, always loved meeting more Joes. Well, I love that. It's uh, I'm not just a, your average Joe is what some people would say, but it's it's a, it's a name close to my heart, oddly. You know, my dad's name was Mario, but his middle name was Joseph, so he always went by Joe. So I was little Joe my entire life, which was uh, which was always fun, too. Uh, fun run uh, for president. I, I thought I was very impressed. And, Doug, I, I know I should know who you are, what you do, where you're from, but North Dakota is really far away from Texas. And you guys don't make a lot of news because I guess you're running it right. So I wasn't familiar with you. But watching you in the debates, very, very impressive. What made you What made you jump in? What was it about what was going on in this country that told you, you know, why, why not make a run at this? Well, I think as governor of North Dakota under Donald Trump and then governor under Joe Biden, uh, not my favorite Joe, but under uh, under those two presidents, 
it was like win at your back versus win at your face. And when I saw what Joe Biden was doing to our country on the economy, on national security and energy policy, I just felt I had to get in and tell the story because we're on the front line in North Dakota as a big agriculture, big energy state, a border right. state, uh, pushing back on all these crazy regulations that are choking, uh, choking every industry and raising the price of every product for every American. Well, it's something Trump did when he was in office. He said, sure, we'll add regulations, but for every regulation you add, you've got to get rid of two. And it really did work out very, very well. We were far less regulated, therefore more free. And also, we, we had a taxation system that was fair to everybody. Everybody who pays taxes got a break. Why is that so hard to understand? I mean, you're a business guy. He's a business guy. If you run the country like a business, it can be successful. It is, and you've got to do what we do in North Dakota, which is treat the taxpayers like customers. They're the ones that are paying to support all of these government services. You've got to treat them that way. And in North Dakota, we say, you know, innovation, not regulation. Innovation is going to solve all the problems it always has in our country. We, the reason we have the largest economy in the world is not because we regulated ourselves better than other countries, because we had freedom, liberty, and that allowed for innovation. And I spent most of my career in the tech industry. That tech industry is lowered prices, increased productivity, and driven success for our nation and the world. And that was one of the least regulated industries in the world. So I've seen it firsthand over my whole life. It's uh, Doug Bergen, the governor of North Dakota, governor.nd.gov. If you were handed the business called the United States with $33, $34 trillion in debt, and you can't just say, I'll just get rid of the business, let it go bankrupt, and I'll start a new one. How do you fix this? Can you fix this as a as a business mind? We're taxed through the nose as it is, and you're still spending more than we give them. Well, it is. So part, part of we don't have a revenue problem. We got a, we have a spending problem, so we have to stop or shrink the spending. Uh, that That's number one that we have to do. And then the other way that you actually generate revenue, the, the in addition to taxes, the, the largest landowner in the United States is the United States. The largest mineral owner in the United States is the United States. Theodore oh, wow. Roosevelt put away 240 million acres. That's America's balance sheet. That doesn't belong to, to bureaucrats unelected in the Biden administration. That belongs to all of us. And developing those resources generates revenue for the federal government. We have an opportunity to sell energy to our friends and allies. We have an opportunity to collect royalties and commissions as the mineral owners and the landowners on that as the federal government. And that would be the fastest way to you know, lower spending, revenue up, spending down. That's what any business one person would do. And that's what we can do with the United States of America. It's uh, Doug Bergen, the governor of North Dakota. When President Trump was in office, he made us a net energy exporter. We could have been energy independent easily and told OPEC to kiss our rear ends. Uh, now you've got Biden literally just punitively last week. And I'm sure you saw this, Doug. He punitively went after Texas and said, no more LNG. And we've got like LNG deals with the EU. If the EU doesn't get LNG from us, who are they going to get it from? Russia. It's so, it's so backward to me. But because Texas said, we're going to put more razor wire down, we're going to protect the southern border, we're going to arrest people who come in here illegally, the next day, he didn't connect the two, but I think you and I would agree that he did it on purpose to, to punish Texas. He said, no more LNG for a while. We're just going to take a break from LNG. Can uh, or should... A president should a, a head of state use the the natural resources given by God as a punishment for states if they don't get in line? No, this is the thing that's completely absurd, and you're spot on, Joe. I mean, whether it's on the day one in office when he cancels the uh, Keystone XL pipeline, which is a a legally permitted 
private company operating a legal shipping a legal product and he said by executive order no you can't do that or whether he's putting a pause on all these lng exports it's like the manchurian candidate like somebody inside of the white house must be working for russia going to stop it there as doug burgum he is the governor of the great state of uh, north dakota we're going to pick it up from there when we come back is it a lot to say about not only energy but our relationship with china about russia about the southern border about nikki haley about Trump's run for president again, and I definitely want to hear from you on this. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Go to the website, JoePags.com. Make sure you're following on Instagram, on on X, and on YouTube. It's all Joe Talk Show, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. No backup accounts. Those are the only accounts I have on those three. You can also go to Truth. It's Joe Pags. On TikTok, it's Joe Pags. On, on Clapper, it's Joe Pags. I've got videos up there about Travis Kelsey. We'll put videos up there about this interview later on as well. But in the meantime... Much more with Doug Burgum coming up. Again, he is the sitting governor of North Dakota. He is a businessman. He's a guy that ran for president of the United States, and he's now backing President Donald Trump for his run for re-election. We'll pick it up there where we're talking about how the Biden administration punished Texas somehow with the LNG deal, and, uh, and a whole lot more when we come back. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags.